Hello everyone, welcome. Give me the mic. Um, hi everyone. Welcome back to Global Crime True Crime Podcast where we discuss international true crime cases and psychological thrillers between fiction and non-fiction. If you love murder or mystery, stick around, grab a snack, and let's start today's story. Uh, every time I say if you love murder or mystery, my brother gave me this look that's like... I can't even talk. <laughs> who loves murder? Are you serious? Like... <laughs> you need help bling, huh? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but honestly we're i i think it's just like i don't know i'm just gonna say something that's gonna be really controversial so let me just shut up welcome back i'm your host hannah and beside me there is big booty <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have that cake so neither do you uh... that was mean <laughs> but that was true <laughs> <laughs> so yeah let's start today's story we're going to talk um about the girl in the box we just sounded like we're going to make a really fun podcast when we're actually going to talk about murder uh, it's not going to be a murder case it, it's napping but there is a murder inside obviously so colleen Sten, she was born in 31 december 1956 she was an american woman and you know, she was 19, trying to do her thing. She asked her dad, Dad, I'm going to California. <laughs> from For what? Just hanging out with friends. She didn't tell her dad that she's going to surprise her friend uh, for her birthday. And do you need money for the bus? No, 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 no. I'm just going to hitchhike. Are you sure? Dad, a lot of people hitchhike these days. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Hitchhiking was so common in the 90s because like not everyone had a car and obviously like people are going to you know take the service so it wasn't that big of a deal is what i'm saying for her to hitchhike i know that like everyone like oh my god are you going to hitchhike who does that you're obviously going to get kidnapped you're obviously going to get killed like it's tough for you bro <laughs> i'm joking but obviously it was so normal to hitchhike so she not was imagine like and all these things that lust. <laughs> yeah it's just like so sad so she had checked you know what's and crazy what if that hitchhik was her first like no, it was yeah it wasn't her first hitchhiking like so she hitchhiked first with another car and then that car stopped her because they're going to make a turn so they stopped in like a middle of nowhere like they stopped her in the middle of the road she was waiting to hitchhike with another car when this car stopped there was two three people in it two adults and one baby kid there was cameron and janice hook uh, hooker and their baby janice asked where are you going california oh my god hop in we're going there she hopped in and then cameron said hi what's your name colleen hi colleen so where are you going to my friend's house mm. is she expecting you soon no it's a surprise oh you do love surprises um we're going to california so we're going to drop you really nearby we're going to do our best oh my god thank you so much and then they stop at the gas station because they needed gas obviously colleen asked if she can go to the bathroom and she went and when she went she said there was this gut feelings like she felt that she shouldn't come back to the car that something is going to happen I didn't feel comfortable with cameron because the way he was looking at her just made her uncomfortable but she went again anyways because how it was so stupid what kind of feeling is that she chucked it off and she got into the car and then 
she saw this box this wooden box with a hole inside of it like in one of the faces she was like that wasn't here before it was in a back seat and like beside her and then janice spoke colleen we're actually going to see the caves what we're going to just pass to see the caves like you don't mind uh, no but it's just that i was hoping to get before night you know night time oh, oh no we're just going to take a look and come back don't worry it's not going to take that long yes colleen it's going to be really fun okay and then they stopped the car janice lit her on and said come on let's go see the caves are we are they like too far away no 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 just going to walk a little bit we love to walk in the woods you know and just like that cameron came he was holding a knife pointing it to her neck and saying put your hands above your head he sealed her eyes and closed them and then gagged her mouth open your mouth open your mouth and then he put her inside this box and closed on her it was like closing on her neck it was really heavy she couldn't even get up because she know even if she can like it's going to hurt her neck it's going to be a really painful experience that she didn't want to go through then they covered her with a blanket waited to nighttime because obviously they don't want their neighbors to see to see them they took colleen to the basement there she was taken out of the box and she was like you know hang all she she was hanged from the ceiling and whipped by Cameron Hooker Cameron Hooker Cameron Hooker was a worker um, in this like uh, lumber well you know uh, he would make stuff with wood I guess and he was the one who made the box obviously Janice was his wife they got married really young her family was like a really christian family who believed in faith and all this stuff okay i'm not making fun of religions and if you're like christian i like do whatever you want Cut it but off. no but her family you know they just wanted her to have a nice life and cam janice's family and when they married her to hooker cameron they didn't know the guy was into bdsm like she didn't know either she didn't know what sex was obviously but not what sex was but she didn't know that that wasn't normal no no don't it wasn't no no it if you like like if you're into bdsm it's okay with consent and obviously both parties have to consent to it but janice didn't know that and i'm not saying she was a victim because she she's gonna do something that honestly i don't selfish. yeah I, it's selfish because what did she do um cameron would start hanging her from trees in the middle of the woods and whooping her which is like i feel so sorry for you girl because she didn't know that like not everyone experienced sex in that way anyways she was so sick of it and she wanted to have a child and she knew that if she was going to be pregnant she's not going to take shits from sh shit from cameron anymore so she told him and he was like what do you want me to do and then what if you get a girl like another person who's like not me who's gonna like be, like who's gonna accept that and honestly we don't have the money enough to do that you're my wife i'm sick i'm so sick of this i want to have a child with you cameron okay 
What about we kidnap someone? What? What about we kidnap someone? I guess. Okay. So you're going to give me a baby, and I'm going to let you kidnap someone, a girl, and do whatever you want with her. Okay, deal. They kidnapped the first girl, which her name was, um, I, it was written, like, there was two sources. So, uh, her name started with M in the, you know, documentary, but in, you know, written sources, her name was Mary Elizabeth Spenhecki. And I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, because this poor girl was hitchhiking. And Cameron and Hooker, uh, Cameron Hooker saw her with Janice and they took her, they kidnapped her because, you know, guess what? Janice had a baby and now she have to give her promise back to Cameron. And then the girl couldn't stop, you know, screaming because this guy was literally whipping her and she was being hanged off a tree. So she wouldn't stop screaming until Cameron killed her. They buried the body, and the next day they were looking for another victim. That's when they stumbled upon Colleen Stan. Like, she was really unlucky. Poor Colleen. So, the night went, and Colleen didn't know. What did she do to deserve all this? Where did she go wrong? And just then, Janice asked, So what are you going to do with the girl? I don't know, keep her for a couple of days and then, you know, dump her in some wooded area. She doesn't know where we live, Janice. But if, what if she tells someone? I don't know. Like, just, she doesn't know. She doesn't know where we live. Even if she tells someone, what is she going to tell them? So, um, after that, Janice went to uh, Colleen and asked her, Where do you think you are? I don't know, somewhere in in Oregon? Oh, so she knows. Hmm. She told uh, Cameron that Colleen obviously knows, like, approximately where we live. She's going to tell the police and they're going to look for us. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I don't know. I have an idea. Let's keep her since we have her now and then see what we're going to do with it. Okay. But Cameron, you shall never have vaginal sex with her. You can do whatever you want, whip her, I don't know, hang her, but do never have sex with her. I'm your wife. Okay, I guess. It's not like I like her. Anyways. And then she, um, um, Colleen, would get tortured for six months. Until, you know... Cameron decided to do an upgrade and do what he was going to build this coffin box thin looking stuff and put Colleen inside and you know he was he did put like an air conditioner or something aeration system so she doesn't suffocate and die but it was such, you know, it was such a scary experience. Imagine 30, 23 hours inside this box. She can't see anything. He, they even gave her a bottle so she can pee in it. And she doesn't have to go to the bathroom. And in that one hour, she would be given water and food and being tortured. That That's it. They stripped her from all, you know, her human life. 
she, she obviously imagine the psychological torture that this girl this 19 year old girl physical beside the physical torture that she was going through at this time her parents they were worried what happened to our daughter they filed the missing person report but at that time there was a lot of cults you know police I'm not blaming the police though but <laughs> let's have a donut huh? that yeah. let's have a donut you guys <laughs> I got the strawberry ones <laughs> so yeah um, they always every time there is a missing persons report especially if it's an adult and Colleen was 20 19 at that time yeah adult. so yeah she was an adult so they didn't care about her so she was like they were like oh she can do whatever they want probably your daughter went uh, like to a cult you know, I think maybe in a, I don't know, uh, in America, like they used to escape, uh, like children escape from their houses. Yeah, not children, like uh, Colleen. Yeah. Mm. Like she went around. Ah, uh, sh- yeah, especially like, and you know what? Even at this time, police every time they find like a slight like report that you had like some mental illness or that you took like i don't know that you took some drugs they would tell your parents okay yeah they obviously run away take it from me i know your child better than you do (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they would tell people that your child probably ran away and that's what they did with every report oh my god i'm not blaming the police but i am though there was there was no way they could find her because like actually there was i don't know i shouldn't be making statements let's continue the story you guys so um she was being kept in this box for 23 hours in a day until she was given a contract and forced to sign it herself into her slavery for life in January 1978. There, that was after like a year of her kidnapping. In a view from the box, propped up against her purse under the bed. That was where, you know, Colleen will spend a lot of her time. So they had, I told Joey, like, Cameron like was a really crafty guy. So he took her from the coffin and he put her under their bed. So they can keep their watch. Yeah, under their bed. Build yeah, he's like, like, you know how there is like uh, in Algeria, there's like these coffin boxes that women would put, you know, stuff in, like their blankets and all that, and you can open it from, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the bed, yeah, in the bed, yeah. and there was this little, you know, this little porch, a door that she would get out from, but she was inside of the bed, under them, under them. Imagine. Yeah, and they would like close it like it was really sealed like she can't get out like at night Like if she break it, it, they're obviously gonna hear her and that was Cameron's plan So he told her he put her down. He was like Colleen, do you know why you're here? No, okay, so um, you're my slave. Do you know? Do you know what this is? He gave her the article read it out loud I gave my brother an article. <laughs> okay, so read it. Chapter eight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she started to read it, and it was like an article about, uh, I think, an ad of uh, BDSM, and on how to buy slaves or something like that. And he was like, 
so we belong to the company and the company we have like you know multiple slaves and i had janice janice come here janice just had an operation on her leg and he was like look at her leg she used to be a slave too a slave for this guy he didn't want her anymore so you know what the company said did she twisted her leg so hard i couldn't even watch it so i told them stop and i took her and i wiped her up get your hand up <laughs> and i left her up and now this is her third operation we're trying to fix the damage but i don't think we can what do you mean okay so little colleen you're going to sign this contract so you can be my slave and or or i can give you the company you know they're going to do whatever they want with you i mean they would if they no one wants you they would kill you obviously but if someone other uh, another person wants you he would take you and imagine falling into the hands of someone who's so brutal i mean i just like i use you for amusement but there's people out there who would just like torture you for fun more than i do anyways so sign the contract the company guy is upstairs he's waiting for you i mean i would love you to take your time but uh he's a busy guy what if i don't sign it uh -huh. then i'll sign it for you and i'll make you regret it colleen signed the contract and she was forced to call cameron master and was not allowed to talk without a permission um cameron told her that if she tried to ex to escape the company would find her because there's a lot of people in the company and they would know that she is my slave and they would kill you and imagine being 19 she was so scared i think it's that for 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 cameron i think it's that the witch shit that he used to work be an actor man yeah like like on um, like um he was i don't know if he was smart and then he told her he put a collar in her head and he told her look you're going to be called k not there's no calling stan just k the letter k he inspired he was inspired by um this female character uh in 1954 in this erotic novel called the story of o i actually researched on this book and read a little bit of it but i couldn't because it's a really tragic story and honestly my mind couldn't take it so the story of O goes in this girl who is dating this guy and this guy's brother has a bar or something and he he tortured people in like a sexual way in it and uh, then O starts going there and uh, this guy would start to refer to her as O to dehumanize her because having a name is like human but being called by O imagine the psychological like damage do it with consent i don't care but if you're doing this to someone without their consent ugh, you need ding dong police 911 <laughs> open the door because everything should be consensual especially in these stuff anyways in the story of o uh, the ending is really tragic because o would be so um submissive to the brother that she would tell him after because like i think he doesn't want her anymore she would ask him do you want me to end my life and he didn't care at all he was like do whatever you want 
and she kills herself it's really demo i don't know if it's like but honestly i felt like it's a tragic story more than an erotic novel <laughs> whatever he starts calling her k and because he can't you know have fashionable sex with her he would rape her like oral rape and all that anyways after this the hooker family moved to a mobile home because people would start you know notice yeah he they started to, uh, they moved into this mobile home in red bluff with colleen and she was kept locked in a wooden box under uh, the bed in 1978 janice gave birth to a second child you know two children and uh, imagine like she colleen was like under the bed and the girl was having birthed so they I think the police came. <laughs> they hit us, rush! I the drugs! Uh, who? Do you like do something unconsensually? Because I called them for something. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so. Uh, why do we. Uh, so, um, why do, why do we that? I just remember the video. Uh, what video? He, he, he heard it like in the. The, the police, police sirens. <laughs> he was like, hi, do we. Hi, do we. <laughs> Okay, so after that, Colleen was living this miserable life where she would work for, you know, uh, Janice and uh, Cameron. She would put the food and sometimes, imagine, she would just like forget something like really insignificant and she would get whipped like and tortured and beaten, which I in the documentary, Cameron would say, attention, and Colleen will have to strip off her clothes and put her hand above her head and she would get tortured like and if she doesn't do that oh she got a worse punishment i mean from my point of view yeah i mean she she got tortured and everything yeah why she didn't just she didn't escape yeah a lot of people I'm say not losing anything. yeah Hopefully, uh, I'm gonna get, la no I'm gonna no get no no but like Call, uh, where, uh, do you remember the case of 44 days in hell? Yeah. Did you know what they told her? She couldn't escape either because they told her we would murder your family. And the same thing that, you know, I think like if you're with people, they're like, imagine, imagine you're like kidnapped and then uh, this guy comes to you and he's like, look, if you try to escape, I know, do It's like, and I'm going to tell them to kill your family and they're going to pull up something. I'm gonna tell him. Uh, Life survivor, fuck my family. <laughs> <laughs> if you can catch them, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna find them. Yeah, and he was like, he knew because, like, in Cameron and uh, Colleen's stuff, so he was able to get the address. And he was like, the company is going to go to this address and kill your family if you try to escape. Yeah. yeah, imagine like someone, someone was like, yeah, pull up your address, and you're like, oh my god, they're going to kill my mom. They're going to kill my mom. They're going to kill my parents. And it's just like, and kill me. Like, why am I getting my parents involved in this? Which is like, she was so afraid. I'm just like, I feel so sorry for him. I'm about to cry. She was so afraid that her parent would get something like punished or she would so she was like let me get the torture i don't want my parents i don't want my parents to go through that and honestly colleen she's now she's now in her 60s so <laughs> just like honestly colleen like your boss has been <laughs> because i i just like 
this is so selfless because then they would start to tell her to go to work because guess what they don't have money enough so they would uh, let her go to work and one time uh, even Cameron took her with him to help him chop some woods off and then he looked at her and he said look do you know the, do you look look at this person yeah yeah the person with the beard he is a part of the company don't call me master in front of him he would know that you're a slave and he would tell the company that he wants to borrow you from me so she didn't and um a lot of people after this will be like you know we have the same thought as you and they're like because do you know how many years she was kidnapped seven seven years seven years I mean, from the first month I'm gonna it's like it's like a lifetime like I don't know anyways yeah. so she was um, yeah and then her second the second child was born and she started to take care of the child and the yeah. other child the baby that's, uh, yeah the yeah the, she said she, the, he they would see her sometimes like they would see her so one hour like she would do the course and then they would see her again it was really bad did I I don't know I think like they were maximum seven when she got out like so I don't know if you're when you're seven I don't think you would ask that many question about someone who comes sometimes to the like imagine you see a girl like sometimes in a house and you're like the age of like four (laughs) four four yeah because like Hold on. No, like if you because yeah, the babies were really young. Yeah, I was four. Ah, yeah, no, you were four. Obviously, the FBI come on happy. You're not, yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna like get someone's number at the age of four, huh? You know, like, come on. <laughs> I used to get kissed when I was. Ah! <laughs> not anymore. I'm giving up. I'm giving up. Not on you. I'm just giving up on life. Back to the story. We joked a lot today. Um, so, and this story is like so sad. So then she would work for them. She would do the their job. And she would even like, some neighbors would know that like there is a girl in that house. I would see her out. But they didn't question it, you know, because no one cares. Honestly, I don't think people, you know, care that much, especially in the 90s. Like, okay, whatever. Get the weed. <laughs> Anyway, then she was allowed to visit her family. And yeah, because she was so, she asked uh, Cameron and he started to like her. Like, and Janice was not having it. She was like, you're starting to like this girl. Yeah. But then imagine he even like uh after like uh she was she told him she's like i'm not having this you're going to have sex because he had sex with her i told you not to why did you do this to me i know this is not what we this is not what you promised me cameron how could you do this to me and then cameron you was, kidnap someone bitch. no yeah how could you ask your what your husband to kidnap someone and then he was like i mean but babe the way it's been it's been wait wait it's been so many years you gotta get over your jealousy tendencies and then imagine he gaslighted her he got yeah he gaslighted her into thinking yeah it's okay and he told her so there is the story in the bible um about hagar hagar is the name and sarah i think yeah so there's this guy who was an egyptian and he had this slave and this slave name was hagar his wife didn't couldn't bear children 
So uh, then Hagar had a child with uh, right. the, with them. Yeah. So the problem was not in Hagar. I uh, was not in the guy. Was it, it was in Sarah. And then they started to have like this bond together, Hagar and Sarah. When she got the child, they started to raise the child together. I mean, he's so confused. He's so confused. <laughs> so who's Hagar? So Hagar is the slave, and Sarah is the wife. Okay, and Hagar is now a mother. And then, according to the Bible, Sarah had ha, have a husband. Yeah. Yeah. And her husband has a slave. Have, yeah. He can't her, have children. He, yeah, they didn't have children. Yeah. But then when he got so, a slave, Hag, uh, so Hagar the slave was a good man and give her, give them. Yeah, the, a good person. Yeah, and give them a baby, and then they started being, you know, together. Hagar and Sarah, not in that way, but like just friends. Hello. Sarah. Yeah, and and Cameron was trying to convince, was trying to convince Janice that she is like she is like Sarah and no, she is like Hagar. <laughs> no, I don't. No, he told her that she is like Sarah. Like no, I know in in the baby aspect, her. in the baby aspect, like she is like Hagar, but like no, in, in the baby, like she, Hagar. Why are we talking about this? You pull it out. I don't know. I'm just saying that he gaslighted her because she's a Christian and she loved the Bible, yeah, and because yeah, he used the story from the Bible to gaslight her into thinking that this is okay, and she really thought it was. So they started to have this bond together. Her and uh, Cam and uh, Colleen, and then she went to her parents in 1981 to see them, and um, it was like already it was like, you're yeah, you're missing for a really long while, and your daughter just show up at your door. It was like already, four yeah, four years. It was already four years, and uh, they didn't want to push her. Like Ask because they her. thought yeah because they thought she she's into a cult, they really thought their daughter was into because it, it's been four years, yeah a cult. Like group. Yeah, actually you know what Cameron came with them, and when he came with them he left her, and she spent some time with her parents and then, um, he came back. And they took a picture of them, of uh, Colleen, because he told them, Oh my god, we're going to get married! Of Colleen and uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, together. Because they thought, her parents thought they were together because he was like, I'm getting married. And this picture would haunt, you know, Colleen forever. Because people will accuse her. They will be like, No, you are actually happy with him. Look, how are you smiling? Um, yeah. Like uh, my brother's seeing the photo now. Like, um, he they would tell her that you actually were okay with it, and you're just a lying ass hell. Anyways, what did I get in the face? What? He's an ugly motherfucker. He is. He is. Like we don't shame for uh, people for their looks, but we do when you're when you're a bad person. You're ugly, Cameron. Thank you, God, for my face. <laughs> Thank you, God, for my jeans. And being a good person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways. So, after that, um, he took her back to the house. And he was planning on mar marrying her. And then Janice told her. She was like, do you really want to marry him? And Holly said, I have to. I, I have to. Because of the company, you know? The company, yeah. 
Cameron doesn't belong to the company. What do you mean? No, no, wait, wait. What do you mean, Janice? Cameron wives? Yeah. Talking to Colleen. She she does She's telling her. her. She's telling her. Yeah. Cameron doesn't belong to the company. What do you mean? You should go. To your family. They're going to kill us, the company. There is no company, Colleen. Really? No. Now go catch up the bus. And Janice left Colleen go. And, um, you know. She was, imagine, like, she was brainwashed for, like, so many years. It was 1983. What? Uh, what? Yeah, no, for seven years. Like, seven years. Uh, she she uh, got back to her parents. She went uh, to uh, buy the bus. You should have taken the bus, Colleen. I'm, I'm like, imagine how she's blaming herself so much. Like, she's like, oh my god, I should have taken the bus. Oh my god, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Because, like, there's men out there that make, their, make you question this. Because I hear, I hear a lot of, yeah, yeah, and women like Janice. Because and the baby, <laughs> and the baby, <laughs> and the baby. <laughs> she's been tortured. Imagine she's been tortured. She's been brainwashed. She's been referred to as a like a whore by Cameron for years. And uh, you know, Janice, you know, was like, she she said that that it was too much for her too because Cameron was brainwashing her too like he was a really bad person like he, he was the one that made her believe that these stuff are okay and then after you know janice told uh, well, colleen went to her parents after years she went and confessed to the police about everything she told them about janice she told them about uh uh, the company, no, about Cameron, and they arrested him. They arrested him, and he served 104 years in prison. I read this comment on Reddit um, that a year ago he was gonna appeal in a month. He was going to like you know take parole. And I hope you're out in hell. I hope you're out in hell, Cameron Hooker. He is. I hope like you get like the worst diseases out there because. It's so bad. The, the way that he treated Colleen, like, after reading this case, I was petrified of hitchhiking. Not just hitchhiking, but like... Every car. Yeah. Every woman. Yeah. I don't know the amount of psychological torture that this girl went through. Because she got kidnapped when she was like 20, and then she's like 28, 27. It must have been so hard for her. A lot of years of her life went missing. Because of some sadistic asshole. I take these cases really personally. And I'm sorry if I do that. But whenever I see this stuff, I'm like, why are people so bad? Why did you have to do that, Cameron? I don't know. You could have just signed up for an actual company. But just like people with consent. People who agree to do this stuff. They pay yeah, the people really well. <laughs> He's I like mean, they like, pay. They pay well. Yeah, <laughs> like we're try. joking. We're, we're joking about this, but Cameron, you were a sexual, violent predator, and honestly, you deserve not to just rot in hell. I think you deserve the death penalty. I'm joking. I can like decide for myself because you know, after like reading a lot about true crime, you start to know that what. 
like justice doesn't work like that he he, he didn't murder anyone not uh, it, it was like a manslaughter you know uh, not manslaughter it was like torture what so, however, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, California official contacted Stain and advised her that they were looking into the possibility of granting Hooker parole in March uh, 2021, I told you. But instead of a par parole hearing, authorities scheduled a hearing in September uh, 2021 uh, to decide if Hooker should be classified as a sexually violent predator, which would result in his civil commitment to state hospital so they're taking the hospital so yeah that was the call the story of colleen stan do you know do you know like you pay attention what what do you need <laughs> like uh, in the first like when they uh, when kidnapped her when they yeah. kidnapped like cameron and her wife uh, and uh, his wife they have a baby. Mm. Who's that baby? Like it's their child. They have two children. Like she, uh, like didn't use Cameron used to, like just have sex with her. Yeah, she didn't have children. Yeah, and then she had children. She agreed because uh, Cameron didn't want to have children, so he will. All, why? Why do I have explained this to you? But he will always no. use protection. And then when they agreed, they agreed. She was like, because when she has a baby, he has to not torture her. You know. Mm, okay and that's why she needed to agree with him on something so yeah that was the story of colleen stan i hope you enjoyed this episode the girl in a box uh, i really advise you to watch the documentary on it and read the book there is this book uh, because it's really good perfect victim by carla norton and she goes into heavy details about you know this case and it's a really interesting case so did you know there's another case similar to this but done on a child and the actual uh kidnapper it was inspired by this case we're going to talk about it next time should we uh -huh. <laughs> next time next month <laughs> next year now maybe <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> anyways guys goodbye see you next time and hope you're having a good day and happy ramadan to all the muslims out there bye like i don't mind if you bye me. Oh, bye <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>